Alrighty, I wanted to come at you again with another quick little bonus episode. Just want to talk about something that's affected a lot of the people who are going to be listening. It's affecting some of my clients now and definitely has in the past buyer fatigue. So this is when you're going out looking for houses and for one reason or another, you keep getting disappointed over and over again. It happens no matter how good the agent is, no matter, I mean, arguably, even if you have, a, you know, you're well qualified, you got a bunch of money to put down. It really affects people across the board. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this and specifically the two different types of buyer fatigue. Okay, so going to kind of transport you back to 2021. COVID was still kind of raging. I think vaccines had just come out, but the real estate market was as hot as it's ever been before. Um, you might not have been, experienced it personally, but I mean, there were at least you know, 15, 20 offers on every single house, no matter whether it was falling down, whether it was in a bad area, school district didn't matter, it didn't matter if it was overpriced. I mean, people were competing for houses and they were going for $100,000 above ask. So I want you to imagine right now, because if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking about buying a house now or in the future. It's 2023, things have changed a little bit since then. Um, put yourself in that position, right? You're freshly qualified, let's say you're just out of college, maybe looking to start, get married, settle down and you start looking for homes, right? And every single home you go to, you don't have a second to think about it. You have to decide right then and there if you're making an offer. And so you tell your agent, okay, we want this, put the offer in as quickly as possible. So we write it up, we call the list agent, and there's already 15 offers on the property, right? And buying, looking for a house and buying one's a very emotional thing. So naturally you get your heart broken once, it's not a big deal. You move on. You're staying, you know, granted, you probably have a nine to five job or maybe you work in a restaurant like I did and you value your free time. You're going out, you're looking at homes every day and you're putting in offers and in every single home, there's 20 of them. That's kind of what the 2021, even arguably up into the beginning of 2022 looked like. And as an agent, it's hard to advise your customers or excuse me, your clients sometimes because people start getting desperate and they want a home. And we love that, we love the passion, but also some of these people making these offers on these houses are waiving inspection. They're cash buyers that are waiving appraisal. And I mean, it's hard to tell to your client who is making the biggest financial decision of their entire life and recommend waiving an inspection and to just go in blind. And that's what some people were having to do. Some people were having to offer to pay down the appraisal, which is pretty much could put you out five to five to ten thousand dollars, you know, depending. I mean, it was a very complicated situation at the time with appraisals, like everything was appraising, I guess, back then, um, because appraisers didn't even know what was going on. But that was the scenario that people were dealing with in 2021. Constantly getting beaten out, constantly having to bend over backwards to waive the inspection, you know, to, to make the terms so favorable to the seller. It was the most, I mean, it was just such a seller's market and people got fatigued. Agents did. I mean, clients definitely did. And toward the end of 20, mid 2022, when the Fed started raising interest rates to cool down inflation, the housing market, there was kind of a very, very severe drop off in interest and people looking to get pre-qualified for loans because interest rates went up, you know, from 3.2% to 
they got up to you know five percent, six percent. They kept on going up. So people slowed down, and that's what that's what the Federal Reserve wanted. So they they accomplished their goal in one way. So it went from a crazy red hot market to a very cool, subdued, and a lot of people would argue a healthier market where there was a little bit of nuance. Buyers weren't having to offer, you know, give away everything just to get an opportunity to compete on a house. So that's a positive, right? That's a, that's a very positive thing. Um, but moving forward, I guess, I mean, I was able to benefit from it, but going into the winter, the whole real estate market collectively slowed down. And that's to be expected. Usually December and January are the slowest times of the year um, for real estate transactions. That's not super uncommon. It kind of makes sense. Who's going to really list their house unless they absolutely have to when there's presents under the tree, when people are traveling for the holidays, people are finishing off their quarter four, if, you know, for business, figuring out what the next three months of your life looks like. The holidays are a big hurdle to jump over. Now, January hits, and I think everyone's waiting for the spring market. Rates are coming down a little bit, so a lot of buyers are getting back in the car and starting to look, trying to find uh, their dream home. Because they've been on the sidelines for a while, and they're starting to come back. And it's super encouraging. Uh, the At least Virginia, where, where I'm from, released state grants up to $15,000 um, you know, to help first-time home buyers qualify. And that's super great news. I'm super ecstatic about that. Not everyone can qualify, I will mention, but it definitely helps drive people to go get pre-qualified because they're like, man, we want these grants while they're here. Who doesn't want $15,000 in free state money? So a ton of people start searching for houses. And I mean, the phone's ringing off the hook for everyone on my team, in my brokerage, and it's great news. We're, we're super busy again, yay. December was a little slow, we're back at it. But because spring market hasn't hit yet, we're going out and we're looking at homes, trying to find homes to look at, and there's nothing out there. Inventory is still historically low. So if you're a seller, now might not be a bad time to, to call me, call a real estate agent, see what your house is worth. Because you, you still are, it's a hot commodity. There's not a lot of it out there. But the buyers who are in the car are forced to compete for fewer for fewer listings and especially under the 220 230,000 price point where I live usually if something's popping up for 150 160 near Richmond there's going to be at least one or two things wrong with it not wrong I should say one or two things that need to be fixed or addressed now the good news is it's a lot easier to come to the negotiating table and talk to some of these uh, sellers and the list agent and negotiate some closing costs, negotiate some stuff to be fixed up. It's gotten a little bit easier to accomplish that. Now, what I will say about that is because there's so few listings out there, you still have to act kind of quickly. Um, and you might, and people are having to kind of question, do I compromise or do I wait till the spring market? Some people have the luxury to do that and some people don't. But what I will say is we're seeing a, a similar situation in the fact that buyers are getting fatigued because there's nothing out there. 
week in, week out, we look for new listings to come on the market and there's not much out there. But as opposed to 2021 where there was a moderate level of inventory, but there's 30 or 40 people competing for every house. So I don't really know what the better situation is, but to me, at face value, I really think the current situation we're in where there's a lot less houses, but there's not 30 or 40 people baiting on every one is where I'd want to be every single time. And what I'll say about it to my buyers who are going through it now, got a few of them, and to people who might think that this, is, you know, oh, low inventory, maybe it's not even worth me looking. What I will say is, especially the people at a lower price point and finding these deals, people looking who don't historically have a lot and they're looking to grow their wealth for themselves or their family. Getting your foot in the door is really hard work. And if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. C 2021 RE or what is it? RE return 20, whatever the email slang is. Look at 2021. If it was easy, if the interest rates were 2%, everyone would be doing it. Guess what? They're 5.5%, a little bit higher. There's not as many people doing it. Why? It's hard. It's not as easy. It's not free money. Now, what I will say about that is you just need to make sure to have a team that believes in you and that wants to help you accomplish your dreams. Uh, more than anything, like the like practically like they're, it, it's a collective team effort, and that's a business relationship, but it's also a personal relationship where I talk to my buyers and I'm like, I know this is hard. It is, you know, we're going out, we're getting disappointed when we go to these showings, but I'm here for the medium to long term too. I'm going to be doing this the rest of my life. So what I'll say with that is find someone who's willing to work with you no matter how hard it is, no matter how few listings there are, and create a team environment where it is collaborative and there are brighter days ahead of the spring market. So I really do think there's a lot of positives coming. Um, and I will say this process, you know, the low inventory market, being a difficult one to navigate makes the end result so much more worth it. And when you do finally close on that house and you get the keys put in your hands and we roll over to the house, pop a bottle of champagne, it is so worth it. And me and my team specifically, Jason Jackson, Jennifer Pardon, we talk about the, the moments that make us really love what we do. And each, all three of us will say, it's when you're at a closing table and someone's crying because they're so happy that they were able to do it. If it was a, if it was super, you know, we make it as easy and smooth as possible. But those type of emotions are wrought from trying hard, working hard, putting yourself out there, getting disappointed, and then making it happen. We've had people get married, at, you know, propose, get into a house, and propose a, a day, you know, on closing day. On the door on the front doorstep that's why we do what we do and that's why we're not going to stop trying for the people who work with us you know i've had people specifically starting families put their trust in me to find a new home and making it happen and to see the joy on the people's faces as they're able to start the new family owning their house in a community in a school district they love there's no greater feeling 
we're seeing a server who never thought they'd be able to own a home. They work their butts off 60 hours a week, you know, and they just want to start to build a little bit of wealth, to have a place to call their own in the neighborhood they love, a walking distance from their job. Feeling like the system hasn't really been ready or it wasn't, you know, is, is, is built against them. That's the type of stuff that gets me up in the morning and makes me super passionate to do what I do. So I wanted to just kind of have this quick little moment with y'all to say, uh, find someone who believes in you. And it might not even be real estate related. It could be with your career or something else. The stuff that's worth it and the things in life that you're going to be the most proud of in 20 years are not going to come easy. So hopefully this was a word of encouragement. Spring market's coming. I do think there's going to be a lot more listings. But I'm operating with blinders on, and I'm just saying, no matter what the next three or four months hold for us, I'm super optimistic for the people who are working with me and my team. And I'm excited to get to know new people who also want to jump in this crazy world we call real estate and try their best. So I'm super stoked. Uh, thanks for tuning in for another bonus episode. I am super excited to come back next week with another episode. I'm thinking we either going to talk about Airbnb more deeply because there was some interest about that with my current roommate, Gregory Lindbomberg. Very charming fellow. Engineer. Really bad at chess. Um, or maybe we'll just talk about recessions. And I, I want to, I have a real estate agent in my office who's been through three of them. I was born in 1994. I've been through one. Everyone remembers the one in 2008 because like your parents fought and stuff like that. But uh, I want to talk about a recession and what it means for real estate. Should it stop you from buying a house? Should it make you wait? What was 2007 like? What was 2008 like? So we'll see. Definitely going to talk to both of them at some point, but it'll really just be a matter of who's ready to, to come on the show. And yeah, so that's the bonus episode for today. A little bit longer than I expected, but I was just kind of feeling it. All right, see y'all next week.